0: Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, going to be talking about 2022's The Batman. The short version is, if you're an adult, you're not looking for uh, any of the previous versions of Batman and you want something that's dark, gritty, it's a little long, but really, really good, go see it. Stop listening to any more reviews, just go see the movie. Yes, it is almost three hours long is isn't a whole lot to cut out. Um, it's It's epic, but not in the ways you think. It's a great story. It's a great movie. If you took Batman out of it, well, you can't really because we get some Batman character development, but not always the same stuff we've seen before. You get no origin story and that kind of thing. So the short version is, I really enjoyed this Batman, and I honestly wasn't expecting to. So the longer version to get into it, first up, um, it's really weird to do this podcast right now. It is about four 15 in the afternoon here in Alaska and we're, it's March and we're getting into spring. I have bright sunlight coming in my office window, blinding me right now, um, that just hasn't happened since I started doing podcasts in this room, so it's a little surreal. And I haven't gone to see too many movies on Sunday afternoons. I went to the beach this morning. Um, didn't take any pictures because I didn't take my phone down to the beach. Um, but really enjoyed the time. And then my, it was early, and, and there was nobody at the theater. So I just stopped in and saw Batman. And there you go. So Matt Reeves, who directed this movie, well, let me get... A little bit out of the way since we got the short version, uh, short version out. I've said in many podcasts I didn't grow up loving Batman. I mean, when I was a kid, it was Adam West, and the comics were just not my favorite. I mean, I liked the character. I liked that he had all these gadgets and he was a detective. Those were the big things about it, but I just never was a big Batman, Superman fan. I gravitated towards Marvel when I discovered them. and was huge. Iron Man, Doctor Strange, uh, X-Men, Cyclops, that kind of stuff. Um But of course, I'm familiar with Batman. I own just about every Batman movie that's ever been out. Not the DC animated stuff, because they've made way too many of those. But it seems like in my lifetime, we've had a continuous stream of Batman stories. And as I told a buddy of mine a couple days ago, when he said, man, it's really good, I'm like, it could be. I'm just sick of Batman. I mean, I I don't have anything against Batman. I don't dislike Batman. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the George Clooney version. (laughs) I love the Christopher Nolan movies. Recently reviewed them in 4K and thought they were really good. Thought the third one, one of his weaker movies, but still, you know, better Batman than most of the Batman movies that have ever been made. Uh, I like the Tim Burton movies. And this is a whole different ballgame. And I'm glad. Um, So with all that Batman, I'm more stoked to see Doctor Strange in two months. But I wanted to see this before too many spoilers got out there, before everybody else was talking about it. And I couldn't, you know, I'm a movie guy. I got to go see movies. So yeah, I really wasn't looking forward to this. Everybody's like, the trailers look so good. And I'm like, it, it does look good, but it's Batman. I'm just, I'm Batmaned out pretty much. And Batman is still like the number one selling Funko Pop and the number one toy with kids. And and no matter if the Batman movies are good or not, he's going to be around forever. So I don't have a thing against Batman. I've got a buddy who just, several buddies who just love Batman. They are Batman, you know, and that's great. I I would be Doctor Strange if I could do magic and stuff, but anyway. So Matt Reeves, who I, 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 he came up kind of with J.J. Abrams. Um, He worked on the Cloverfield movies. He did the American version of Let the Right One In, and that was the first time I went, wow, okay. A director can remake something and make it his own or make it better it's really hard to do because the first time is, is art, supposedly. And to recreate that in any way, shape, or form, you really, I respect remakes that take their own way about things. And his version of Let the Right One In is not radically different from the Swedish version or the book. I read that book. He just made it better. <laughs> and I, it's a really good Swedish director that did the original version. And he did the same thing with Planet of the Apes. His Planet of the Apes movies are great he did War of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn of, I mean, he worked on all those movies. That, that was kind of his project. You take the Planet of the Apes movies and you make them not only watchable but really good, thought-provoking, intelligent sci-fi. He did it. So I wasn't thinking about any of this when I heard that Matt Reeves did this. I'm like, oh, well, I, I, you know, he's done good with everything he's done. And all this stuff about it's going to be a different Batman. It's going to be a detective. And it's going to be close to R-rated. And, and okay, and Robert Pattinson, okay, I don't have, he's a really good actor. I didn't see all the Twilight movies. I gave up after like the second one. Um, I tried to read the first book, and it was terrible. I didn't, I didn't. That I just missed Twilight because it just wasn't my thing. Um, but I've seen him in in several other movies. He's been fantastic from uh, Good Times to uh, Tenant. He's just he's a really good actor. He can he can play different roles, and he's completely different in this. If you think you've seen Robert Pattinson, I mean, watch The Lighthouse, and then watch this. It's not even the same guy you would think. So he's great in the role. I like that we don't have an origin story. We hear about it, and it's still, that's part of the, the psychological damage, obviously, but we don't have to see it again, which is great. Although we see the Riddler, and I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything that you don't see in the trailers. Even though we see the Riddler in a mask and stuff, you really don't know who he is till towards the end of the movie. Colin Farrell, you wouldn't even know Colin Farrell was in this movie if they didn't tell you. He's amazing. He just disappears into this role. Yes, it's a lot of makeup and special effects, but he's amazing. With, with all that and still being able to act. Paul Dano plays Riddler. He's great. Uh, as I said in a review recently about Doug Hutchinson, who was crazy bad guy in the second Punisher movie, um, Paul Dano plays crazy like nobody else. He's really good at it, and he's a good Riddler. A lot of people talk about um, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle as Catwoman or the beginnings of Catwoman or whatever. Um, This is, you know, we we talk about the Nolan movies as a more realistic take on Batman. Well, this is even more. I mean, it's a stylized Gotham to a certain extent. It feels like New York, um, but it's Gotham. I like this Gotham. It feels populated. It feels like there are people there doing things, living life. It doesn't feel like a Tim Burton set. And I liked her Catwoman. I liked the, what chemistry they had together. It's it's an interesting... These are damaged people doing interesting things. That part of it is interesting. The, the whole fact that it's a detective story that takes place over three hours, and you really don't know the answer until the end. You can kind of guess things. You can kind of pick up things. If you're a fan uh, of the DC universe, you probably know some of these things they've weaved into it. But all in all... It feels even more real, more down-to-earth than the Christopher Nolan movies did. Just a different feel. I mean, it feels like he built the Batmobile himself, (laughs) or at least with help. Um, He's still got great gadgets. The technology's still there, but everything, it's not like they go, ta-da, here's some great technology and special effects no everything's in the in the service of the story and it's all about the story and the characters and so he whips out something he can use for this it's like playing it really felt like the arkham asylum games the batman arkham games um a lot of finding clues and he would see things and walk away from it then other people would go oh that must be important because he looked at it and then later you would find out what he was looking at and why um Oh, that's really good. Andy Circus is Alfred. I thought he was a good Alfred, different Alfred. Um, people will talk about there's a big info dump, and it's an Alfred info dump. And I guess you kind of have to have it. I felt that scene was one of the weaker scenes, although it's incredibly well done. I thought there's another info dump kind of scene later on in the movie that it, it's really good. I, I don't have any complaints about the movie, even the length. I did get up and go to the bathroom at one point, but that's what you get when you get the large soda with the large popcorn deal. <laughs> and and it's normal movie time to be over, right? But the length didn't bother me. Um the story intrigued me. The first 20 30 minutes, you think you know what's going on. You get a different kind of Batman, you get a different kind of Batman movie and then you're in for the you're locked in. It's it's really interesting. Um this is kind of how I imagined Batman back in the day um, when I was reading the comics. This would be more towards what I felt about the character than I've seen in a lot of the movies. I still think the Christopher Nolan movies, you know, are elevated. They're, they're, they're arguably the best superhero movies, especially the first two, uh, especially the second one. Um, the performances helped that one. But this is, a, again, a different, and this is probably more what I want to see out of a Batman I'd really like to see an R-rated version of this. It was pretty close. (laughs) I said when I posted on Facebook after seeing it that I would leave the kids at home. It's a three-hour dark detective movie. It has elements of Saw and Seven in it. So little kids, definitely not. And older kids, I don't know if they have the patience. Maybe they would. Maybe the Pattison will bring them in. Maybe the action will bring them in. Maybe the fact that they've liked other Batman movies, maybe that. But this is a movie that I would see playing to adults Uh, on a weeknight who would get out of the house and want to go see this day you know it it feels like an r-rated adult film even though i think it was pg-13 um it's a beautiful film it was lensed very well the cinematography is great it's very dark he comes out of the darkness perfectly um there's some sunset scenes that they're just basically silhouettes but it's very sharp very 4k crispy looking as we say for crispy um This will definitely be one, you know, I've seen a few movies lately where I, "Eh, you know, it's good, but I I don't think I'll own it. This one, yeah, give me that 4K steelbook. Um, This is something I would go back to and something I would probably enjoy better at home. I I think it needs to be seen on the big screen. I think you should go to the theater because that's a different experience. You're in a big, darkened room with this music and, and sound louder than what you would normally have at home. And you're fully enveloped in the experience, where at home you're distracted by your phone, by your kids, by your pets, by whatever. The f- whatever. Um, going to the theater, that, and they ran a little minute-long, two-minute-long little thing about going back to the movies at the beginning, which I really appreciated. I, at the end, there was no copyright, so I don't know who did that, whether it was local theater it was distributed to all theaters, or maybe Warner Brothers did it or whatever. But I really like that, because going to the movies... And seeing a movie in the cinema is just a different experience than watching it at home. And I love my home theater. I've got a very nice one. I've got great surround sound. I've got a nice screen. I usually buy my movies or stream them in 4K. You know, I'm not missing a whole lot here at home. But I am. Shutting out the world and walking into a movie theater for two to three hours is a different experience. And I hope we still continue to get that experience. And this will be one that I would say, go to the theater and see it. It's a different thing than it will be at home. I saw some people whining over the weekend it's not on HBO Max yet that deal ended in January Um, they're not going to be releasing movies first run on their, you know and especially movies they want you to go see in the theater they lost a lot of money last year through that they feel Um, so you're not going to see them immediate but the turnaround will be quick. I'm sure by the end of this weekend they will have announced the Blu-ray and, and 4K and the SteelBook variations and whatever special editions are coming out. I imagine there will probably be an expensive one with some kind of cowl or or car or I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But I really liked it. I, and I'm here. I come as a guy who's tired of Batman. Batman's never been my favorite character, and I'm not you know thrilled to see another Batman. I have way too many Batman movies in my collection and not enough Doctor Strange movies. He's only been in a handful of things, and he's my favorite. And I'm getting a second one in May. That's the great Sam Raimi is directing. But where's all my Doctor Strange movies, right? You guys got a ton of Batman movies. But this is a good one. And for somebody who's not a Batman fan, I really enjoyed it. Um, if you hear any noise, my dog is licking the microphone here. Please don't do that. All right. So anyway, go see The Batman. That was my review. Um, I didn't get too much into it. Colin Farrell is amazing. Zoe was great. Um, and Pattinson. Pattison. He's probably my new favorite Batman. I, I really liked how he played the role. It's He's almost an anti-hero, but that's okay. Batman kind of is. He's a dark vigilante type, right? The Batman is now playing. It made $128 million or so in its opening weekend, which is about hmm, about half what Spider-Man made, but there was a lot of hype on the Spider-Man movie. Usually there's a lot of hype on a Batman movie, but I enjoyed it, and you should too. It's a good flick. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. My links are below. Thank you for subscribing, sharing, listening, and being a part of all this. You are appreciated more than you know.